And we're back. Thanks, everybody, for mm-hmm. tuning in to another episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Porter. And I'm Ashley. Meow, 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 meow. That's probably not even a good sound. I don't know how to make that sound. That was even worse. <laughs> that was even worse. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, another uh, another episode. I don't even know what number we're on. I stopped counting. 11. Nope. 12? Yep. How did you know? <laughs> I don't know what number on, but not that one. What do you want to eat? This. Not that. I don't really care, but it can't be that. Yeah. Those are pretty colors. All right, guys. So, uh, yeah, we're back. We're doing another episode. It's Monday night. We got the dogs kindled up. We got our uh, vodka tonics in front of us here. Ash is coloring again. I'm making a rainbow. And uh, thanks to everybody who sent Ash coloring books. No one. <laughs> Passive aggressive. <laughs> um, yeah, she's just gonna have to make up her own. So she's over here doing like a, a cute like rainbow thing. Yeah. Maybe you should Ash, will you put a picture of your your coloring on the the Insta so people can not have really. a reason to see it and follow us. Sure. I mean, I'll put it on our story. I'm not gonna like make a post out of this because it's ugly. But I feel like it should be its own post. No. I'll put it on our Insta story and add our first highlight or yeah. make our first highlight. Okay. Um, tomorrow is the 24th of July. Ash, Which, you doing anything fun for Pioneer Day? Um, if you don't live in Utah, you don't. You're just <laughs> like, yeah, cool. To you. Thanks yes. for the date. <laughs> and then the next day will be the 25th of July. Yeah. Um, why are you asking me like I don't live with you? Like we don't have the same plans. Because I, baby, I know what your plans are. The people listening to this may not know. Why like, don't you say what are our plans? Oh my then? god, fine. Makes, I'm going to work because yeah. I um, <laughs> don't for work company. for a Utah-owned company. <laughs> and I thought that Equity was a Utah-owned company. We're a national company. We don't serve just the state of Utah. We're not like a bank. I guess I shouldn't say Utah-owned. We're not. A You're not limited to Utah. Yeah. Service. Inter, not international. Um, uh, uh, what's it called when it's just the U.S.? National, I guess. Yeah, national. Uh, <laughs> God, more. Yeah, I think you already said that. I said international. No, before I think you said national. Well, maybe I don't know. But so yeah, Ash is working. I am not. I have the day off, which is great. And the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that. <laughs> Indefinitely. Um, so yeah, if you're asking, I have not found another job. So you know. But I think I'm close. I've got some, uh, as they say, some irons in the fire. I think I've got some things coming together. I've never heard that term. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I think I'm, I'm on the verge of something. We'll uh, we'll just kind of see how the next days or weeks play out. I've had a had an interview, an interview, like one. So, you know, that's kind of depressing. That's all right. But Anyways. I've only sent out like three applications, <laughs> so four applications, so I guess I'm still batting like 25%. Um, yeah, so we're going to the bees game yeah. tomorrow. And the more we think about that, like I'm probably more apprehensive for this baseball game. Again, for if you're out listening to this out of state, the bees is our, it's our baseball team. Um, and I'm probably um, minor league. I don't know how many A's it is. I don't know because I know there's like double A baseball and triple A. I don't know how many A's it is. I don't know. It's AA baseball. No, anyways, I don't. Yeah, don't know. Didn't even know that was like a thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably more apprehensive for this baseball game than I am for than I was for camping because it's very crowded. Um, usually because it's the 24th of July and they do a big fireworks show, usually sells out, so there's not extra seats, and so that means 
for us with Wild, one of us is going to have to be holding this baby the entire time or passing him around. It's kind of a big tradition for my family. Um, we go with a lot of people, and I'm assuming that there's going to be other people that are going to be like, oh my god, let me hold your baby, and then we can just pass him around all night. But at some point, you know, the game starts at 6.30 and doesn't even get dark until like 9. At some point, this poor dude's going to want to crawl around and not be held. And so... Like the first five minutes were there. at some point, within, yeah, the first five minutes. And so Ash had a, a good idea of taking a blanket and then just kind of like foregoing our seats and going out to the uh, general admission area and just putting a blanket down and letting him kind of crawl around. So, yeah. And that is also good because it will keep him away from my dad and all the other grandparents who want to do nothing but pump him full of bullshit candy and ice cream and stuff all night long. Well, it's not like us sitting there like that's when you just say, "Hey, dad, no." Yeah, but you know, like with everyone there, if he's sitting on someone else's lap, you're gonna have people being like, "Oh, have some ice cream," and then I'll be like, "Don't fucking feed that to my nine-month-old." Okay, but you might not be watching him every second of the time that he if he's being held by someone else. Maybe I'm pretty Hawkeye over here. Oh my god. So, baseball game tomorrow. Yes. We'll talk about it next week and see how it went. I am pretty much 100% sure at this point that we will not stay for fireworks. I'm not planning on it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Elliot's swimming at state, so she's coming with us, but leaving early, so she will not stay for fireworks either. Um, But it's nice because that means we'll be able to leave before everybody else does and and beat the rush home. True that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's nice because getting out of... That stadium at night after fireworks can be a bit of a shit show. Yeah. I'm not like a big firework person. Yeah. I feel like the older I get, um, the less I care about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I obviously cared about it when I was like little and stuff and I love doing fireworks, but the older I get, I'm like, I don't really see what's so cool about these. Like, oh, wow, they're pretty. Oh, cool. That one again. Hey, I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, like, I can appreciate a good fireworks show, but I'm not like, oh, fireworks! I can't wait to go sit and watch fireworks. Like, now it's almost, like, cool that we have a kid to be like, oh, Oh, darn it. Can't save for fireworks? Oh, bummer. Yeah, gotta go home. Anything else that we have going on this week? We're getting our carpets cleaned finally. Thank God. I'd hate to see the water that they empty out of that truck after they're done with our carpets. Yeah. Well, you just... It's not like finally, like, we've... You've cleaned the... A little bit of the carpets. Well, they're doing downstairs. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. But you cleaned them. We rented a rug doctor because our dog decided that she wanted to shit everywhere. It's like, like my two favorite thing when she gets like diarrhea and just like. I think she like threw up diarrhea. I think it was just, it was diarrhea. just literally diarrhea. I think it would w- like projectiled out of her butthole. Yeah. Anyway, it made a, a fantastic splashing sound and Big really just mess. like penetrated deep <laughs> into the uh, into the carpet. Sounds like a Scooby-Doo laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we got our carpets cleaned. And... I think that's about it for cool news. We have had to momentarily suspend our um, HelloFresh subscription. Because Porter's laid the fuck off. Because I'm lazy and out of work. And they aren't sponsoring us. And so we're just like, fuck them. 
You're not going to sponsor us? I'm not going to give you 60 bucks a week until I'm working again, and then I'll give you 60 <laughs> until bucks Until I'm a working week. again. <laughs> until I'm, then, then I'll be happy to give you more of my money. Exactly. But, oh. Bastards. Hey, any of you people, I definitely recommend getting HelloFresh, but if you don't want to spend 60 bucks, oh, maybe you have to have an account. Maybe not, though. So I went on, I logged in to, because I, I didn't cancel it, I just have been skipping. I skipped a couple weeks coming up. And I'm like, oh, I should have been saving our recipes because they give you, like, this nice, like, cardstock recipe that tells you your ingredients and yada yada. I'm like, oh, I should have saved those. And while I was, like, skipping the week, I noticed that they have, like, a encyclopedia. That's probably not the right word. Like An, an Encyclopedia archive, Britannica? An archive of all the recipes. So you can... Well, not all of them. Some of them you have to, like, still pay, but it still shows you, like, the ingredients. So... You guys should see if it works for you. Yeah. Because their a, recipes are awesome. And yeah. I'm just going to... We went grocery shopping, yes, two days ago. And I, like, just picked a bunch of recipes that we've tried before and a couple that we hadn't tried. And I'm like, I'm just going to remake these. Hell yeah. And we had these, like, vegetarian... Ash, like, <clears throat> played a trick on me and ordered vegetarian food for some reason. <laughs> just one meal. It's one meal too many. Whatever. fucking meat in my diet. Anyway, it turned out to be really good. It was like a sweet potato black bean taco. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I uh if you follow my beauty page, I just posted tonight on my stories. Well, I saved them to my highlights cuz I'll probably be gone by the time you guys listen to this. Well, I guess not. You'll listen in the morning. But uh I saved them to my highlights and I made um, leftovers. We had some black beans and sweet potatoes left over, and so I made breakfast tacos yeah. tonight, and yeah. they were really fucking delicious. Yeah, so. they were off the chain, as the kids say. Yeah. The chizane. So if you guys want to go look at my Instagram highlights, it's called, like, food or something. Yeah. On Salty Bee Beauty. Um, you guys should copy it, because they turned out real awesome. Yeah, absolutely excellent. Yes. I ate the shit out of those breakfast tacos. You did. So, before we get into it, um, I just want to kind of issue a, you know, beg and plead to go on to the iTunes or the, the Stitcher and leave us a review. Yes. And not just, like, stars. Like, I am I love that you give us five stars. Like, hell yeah, give us all the five stars in the world. Like, do that shit over and over and over again. But also, like, type out a comment. Like, let me know what works, what doesn't, what you like. Let other people know why they should listen to the show. Yeah. If they should. This isn't Fight Club, you know? You can talk about it. <laughs> you're funny. Unless you're embarrassed to, like, tell people that you listen to the podcast. You don't want to, like, share it, because then they'll listen to it, and they'll think less of you. But, uh, yeah, if you like it, share it. Give us a review. Um, tell us what you want to do or what you want to see in future episodes. Go to our Facebook group, support group, and uh, let us know what works. We got some pretty good commentary from last week's show that we're just going to kind of carry over tonight. Yeah. And we're going to do like a Q&A session, numero dos. Part de. Part de. Um, and I'm trying to log into the uh, the Facebook machine right now. But Ash, why don't you, while we, to get started, why don't you, uh, we thought it'd be interesting for you guys to know our, our story, a little bit of our background, yes. how we met, you know, where love blossomed, how it happened that these two random people found each other in this crazy great big universe of ours mm-hmm. so uh ash why don't you uh why don't you kick that off all right um 
So it all started back in, uh, just kidding, I don't know the year. Back in 1975. Before I was even like a figment of an imagination and my parents... I rolled up in my cherry red Camaro. You do your thing. That's all I got. Sorry, go ahead. Um, So my dad and former (laughs) stepmom... Sure. Um, had been together like 10 years and one, her oldest son lives in Pennsylvania now and he is a teacher and so every summer when school got out he would make his annual trip to Utah and to see mom and brother and yeah, family. family and so we would host a barbecue at my dad's house and his mom's house because they lived together they were together yeah. right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was also was Ashley's house. Um, it was. It was. I lived there as well. And so, um, anytime he'd come out, we'd we'd all get together. And I think the first time... Anyways, so yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Porter and Darren is his name. Are their best friends. And went to high school together and all that jazz. And so, every time Darren would come out, he would call Porter and say, Hey, dude, I'm in town. Yeah, come to this barbecue. Come to this barbecue. Mom's and stepdad's step house. house. And I think the first time that we met, um, I think it was at Trina's house. No, not Trina. The one who lives in Draper. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, so um, we went to Darren's aunt's house for a barbecue. And this guy was there with his ball and chain and child. Offspring. Yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't think anything of it. Like, oh, whatever. Well, and to, to, to put it, this into to context, like age-wise, you were like 18. Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't have given a shit to this, like, 26-year-old man... You were married with a kid. I didn't give any shits about right. marriage or I'm kids. Right. I'm saying age-wise, too. Yeah. Plus, the other thing about Ash, and you may not know this about her, <laughs> is that when Ash was in her late teens, early 20s, she was like a a super sulker, um, oh, kind of moody okay. emo chick. So she would sit in the corner, and it was always weird because no matter where she sat, there always managed to be like a shadow kind of around her, oh, like shut up. made her all like kind of like mir- mysterious and like dark and ominous. Dark and ominous. And then you would just see like the the chair, like the red glow of her cigarette, because she smoked back then. And so I was always like, and she had this like short emo haircut and all these cool <laughs> tattoos. Like, I didn't have a lot of tattoos back then. And so Ash was like, but she and she's as you know, like crazy, crazy shy and introverted. And so obviously she wasn't like, she was like outgoing and like talking to people. And so there's just this cute girl (laughs) sitting in this dark shady corner. It was not cute back then. Smoking a cigarette and just being all like quiet and reserved and giving (laughs) off this aura of like, I'm too cool for school. Yeah. But in reality, it's like, I'm too shy for school. That's still like the aura (laughs) that I get off sometimes. Your energy is very much like, I'm not a bitch. But if you don't know me, you probably think I am. Yeah. Pretty much. Anyways, so yes. Um, so that happens, and then Darren flies home. And oh, there was one time, I think it was after we left, so 
you wanted to go out with Darren. And so Lisa, Darren's mom, being the sweetheart she is, was like, I'll watch your crazy, like, two-year-old child. And so we take said crazy two-year-old child to our house. Crazy two-year-old child is, like, destroying our house. Yeah. And I'm like, what the living fuck is going on with this child? (laughs) And so I'm like, Kate, sorry, Lisa, you're on your own. I'm, like, I'm out. I got to go to bed or something. And anyway, so that was... That was it. Yeah. Then... And, and Ellie just... Ellie has mellowed out a lot since then, but from birth until about age 10... <laughs> well, maybe not age 10, but, you know, age 8, she essentially had, especially when she was little, she had, like, two speeds. Was, like, balls to the wall, crazy. Like, you couldn't keep her out of things. And Ash's dad's house was, like, really nice and wasn't kid-friendly even a little bit. And they had stuff wherever you know where kids could get to things because no kids were ever necessarily there. Yeah. And it would have been like a playground for any child, but for Ellie, being as precocious as she was, it was like simulation or stimulation overload. Like she just had so much shit to play with and to get into that she was just like this uh, whirlwind of destruction. Yeah. So, anyways. Um then I remember like that first time meeting you I don't remember after I might not have been home for that next year's barbecue but then the next time I remember meeting you you were divorced and you were the sulky pouty ass <laughs> one for like two years maybe not that long but it I have I remember you coming over and just like being so email about yeah. it which is funny because i hear that from so many people but then like i don't remember myself being that way yeah but i talked to you i talked to darren like i talked to john like i talked to a number of pe- my friends from that time mm-hmm. and everyone's just like oh my god you're the most depressed like antisocial. yeah just annoying to be around like we don't want to alienate you because we're worried about you but at the same time we can't stand you yeah. person either <laughs> And so, yeah. And then I'm like, what the hell is this guy's problem? And I remember Lisa just, oh, poor Porter, poor Porter. Oh, poor Porter. <laughs> She's such a sweetheart. And I'm just like, God, poor Porter. Like, Porter needs to man the fuck up. He's being <laughs> annoying. And so then next year, and Porter's back again. And I... You're in a relationship at the time. Yeah. I was dating douchebag x number three and <laughs> i remember <laughs> so i i noticed you like more than like because i'd also Porter. lost 40 pounds from one year to the next yeah from one of one time seeing me to the next year i lost 40 pounds <laughs> and so we were like sitting around the little table outside and i was um we were talking and i which is weird because I'd known you for like six years leading yeah. up to that and had never said a word. And I, because I like had this like, I'm like, you sparked my interest all of a sudden. And I'm like, who's who's this guy? He's kind of cute. And so we were talking and flirting. And the whole time I'm like, my fucking boyfriend is going to be here any minute. And I do not know how to like say, hey, by the way, I have a boyfriend. I like didn't want you to know. And <laughs> then all of a sudden he shows up and he sits down next to me or something. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, 
well, I'm just not going to introduce them because I'm so awkward. I can't tell guy I've been flirting with, hey, this is my loser boyfriend. Like, yeah. And so I just sat there like so awkwardly and... I think you finally had to be like, oh, hey, man, I'm Porter, because yeah. he was too much of an ass to, like, right. make he, the initiative. And him and your dad were all buddy-buddy anyway, yeah. like, all talking and stuff. And, or maybe he, like, did it all snarky, like, yeah. oh, and who are you? Yeah, who the fuck are you but, talking to my quiet girlfriend? <laughs> somehow it got, in that introduction, somehow it got brought up that I was dating this guy, and you were kind of like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I was just like... Damn it, I I just didn't want you to know. And I feel like that should be, like, amongst other red flags, that should have been number one, because that happened, like, on a few occasions where I'm, like... When you're embarrassed to introduce your boyfriend to anybody. Yeah. That's a giant, like, (laughs) trying to flag down an airplane. Because you're on a deserted island, and you want them to, like, see you flying a flag. Anyway, so, yeah. Next year, fast forward to next year... I have broken up from said loser boyfriend, and we're and both... I'm no longer depressed. Yeah. Well, you weren't depressed the last right. year, but I was not single. Yeah. So, you're not depressed. I'm not emo and how I don't have, like, ugly, weird black hair anymore. I don't have a boyfriend. You don't have a new girlfriend. And... I was going out with some friends to the bar... Douchebags, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> douchebag and by the way you happen to be the most oblivious woman i've ever met because both those dudes both those dudes wanted to hook up so hard with no, you no they, they didn't no Ash, they didn't you were the only one that was there that night that doesn't know this that that doesn't see this then Everybody how come else- like it never like it's not just like all of a sudden they're like oh these two guys showed up i want to hook up with her like that's never i don't know maybe they like went polo shopping together and realized that that, that was their thing instead. And I, I don't know. All of a sudden, they're like, hey, this girl we've been hanging out with with all her other hotter friends. All of a sudden, they're all ugly and I want to hook up with her tonight only. But then after tonight, no. I don't know, dude. I'm just telling you that it was very much obvious. And that's I was in a bad mood that night. Like I just remember getting there, kind of excited to see you. Kind of, did, huh? Hmm. I don't want to be like super excited. Like... I was excited for you to come. I was excited too. But then we get there and we're shooting pool. We get our drinks. And then these two dudes show up like fresh off the golf course and immediately start like flirting with you and start like edging me out. And I'm just like, fuck this noise. Like, if this is her type, I, uh, I'm I'm out. Like, I want nothing to do with this. And so I just got like sulky and moody. and What, you? <laughs> and so, but yes, very much so wanted to hook up so just it is what it is and you can deny it but it's fine it doesn't matter nothing happened (laughs) until the next year so i darren went back to uh to pennsylvania and i don't think lisa was doing tuesday dinners anymore by this point i think she'd stopped doing tuesday dinners yeah because that was the only other time that i would come over to your dad's house without darren there would be if lisa invited me to yeah to tuesday dinner so darren goes home we don't see each other except the one time we had that one. You know what the I was fuck talking, I'm about talking about this about. with Kyle tonight or today when we were getting our hair done. We had the one interaction. I was on Tinder. And I was on Tinder. And I was like, I don't even remember. Is left the way you want to swipe? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, most of the time, because I'm like, 
oh, I'm single, but my standards are way too high for all these people. But then I'm like, why am I still single? <laughs> so I'm like swiping right on like everyone and then like occasional left. But I would like rarely would swipe left because I was anxious or awkward and like had anxiety about it. And who do I stumble upon? Porter. Yep. And who do you swipe right on? I, Porter. I was so awkward. I'm like, oh my god, I know this guy. That's so weird if I swipe left. And it's so weird because I've been wanting to date him anyway. I never... Now, you wanted to date me. <laughs> and it was there, and instead of being an adult and making the move, because I swiped left, I was just sitting there waiting, and then there was no match. I'm all, alright, well... Fuck you then. I'm out again. Uh, yep. I swiped the wrong way. So then June comes around again. Darren comes back into town. And I was at work, and Darren texts me and said, Hey, I need to come over to your dad's, and he's going to let me borrow the truck while I'm here, but I don't have a key. Can you meet me at the house? And I'm like, Okay, sure. So I leave work. And I'm like, hey, I'm heading over. And he was like, oh, okay, Porter's here too or something. And I just got, like, butterflies, like, crazy butterflies. Like, oh, my God. And so I pull up. And this is so, like, vain of me. I don't know if vain's the right word. Shallow, maybe. I pull up, and I remember being like, oh, thank God he drives a nice car. Like, he's not some <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Because Loser ex-boyfriend didn't have a car when we met. And I had to drive his ass everywhere, and then he, his mommy finally transferred him some money from across the country, and he bought, like, the shittiest car I've ever seen, and then ended up driving one of my cars. So, I was like, oh, thank God he has his shit together. <laughs> at to, least somewhat. <laughs> enough to own a car. And you were, you were living on your own at this point. You finally moved out of your dad's house. Uh, yeah. You were living in Sugar House yeah, already. Just barely. Like, yeah. as of... So this was June. As of that January, I had moved out. Right. Okay. Um, and so we go in, and we're talking, and I'm like, oh, so what are you guys doing tonight? And, oh, I don't think you had any plans. And I'm like, well, me and a couple of my friends are going to... Um, Bar named a bar Sue. named Sue, you guys should meet us there. And you're like, okay, cool. And we talk for a minute, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go get the truck. And so you leave, and I'm like, oh, thank God, I have to poop so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so I assume that you guys are, like, gone, and I go poop, and there's only one bathroom upstairs in my dad's house except for the one in his room. <laughs> and so I leave, and... I'm, like, sitting in the kitchen or something, and then Porter walks back in. <laughs> Sorry, the trailer's hooked up to the truck, so Darren's just undoing it. I gotta pee, though, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Worst timing in the world. Like, <laughs> it's obvious that it was me that just pooped in there. <laughs> no one else has been in here. <laughs> and so then I was really embarrassed, but then, whatever. So, Bart and Sue, we're hanging out, and then... I'm like, they're not going to come, they're not going to come. And then they finally come. And then... Me, I get, number one, very... Um, Anxious? Nervous? Shut up. Um, 
a generous. Pint? Oh, Shut generous. Up. Yes, that's a good one. Generous when I drink. And so I'm like, oh, In more shots. ways than one. Shut up. Shots for everyone. <laughs> Who wants a shot? And I, of course, need liquid courage. And then I'm like, well, I need Porter's sober at this point. He's like drinking water. I'm like, okay, this is not going to fly. I cannot have you be the sober one. And so I'm like, you need to do a shot with me. And you're like, no, I have to drive. I'm like, well, Kyle lives right up the street. Like, we can walk there. Just stay there with us. And it took all of, like, two seconds for me to convince him. And he's like, oh, okay, twist my arm. <laughs> so we start drinking. And then Porter's like, I'm hungry. And oh, so, this is true love. This is where yeah. it happened. This is where our stars aligned. <laughs> and so his food comes. And I'm like, did you just get mac and cheese? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, can I have some? <laughs> and it's like one of those, like, uh, <laughs> cast iron bowls. Yeah. Like, yeah with big, the cool little handle. Yeah. And I'm like, I love mac and cheese. It's like one of my favorite foods. And you're like, oh, it's like my favorite food. And we shared mac and cheese together. <laughs> and I remember going in the bathroom with Kyle, being like, oh, I think I like him. I'm like, but he was like married before. Like he was a kid, like his baggage. And I'm like, and he's older than me. Like he has gray hair. <laughs> and I just don't know what to do. And she, Kyle's like the worst influence when she's sober or let alone. Kyle's just or, the when she's worst drunk. influence. Hard stop. <laughs> Period. Yeah. yeah. She's like, just do it. It's fine. Which I'm glad she did because I'm like, okay. And so we like heavy flirt, heavy flirt. And then we walk home. And then the rest is yada, history. Yada, yada. <laughs> we started dating. Yeah. Like hard. Like it we, was... we went on our first real date that next weekend to Fat's Grill, which is Gone a pile down. of rubble I drove past it and was yeah. sad. And then... And then within like two weeks, because you would come out when I was living, where I, I would rent in that room, and you would come out. Yeah. And then I remember my, my roommate being like... Hey, Ash, we're going to California for the 4th of July. You should come with us. And I just, like, stared daggers at him. And then afterwards, I pull him aside and i dude, what the fuck was that? Yeah. He's like, oh, I was just inviting Ashley to California. Well, <laughs> we've been dating for, like, A 45 week. minutes. Yeah. Like, I don't think that this is an appropriate time to be, like, road tripping together. But she came. I was, like, so down. I was nervous because I'm, like... Does he want me to go, or is he just, like, feeling obligated because his friend just invited me? And so we, like, kind of talked about it, and I was, like, talking to my friends about it. I didn't talk to my parents because we were, like, still it's secret all, yeah. dating. But I was, like, talking to my friends, and they're like, just do it. Well, if my friends, as in Kyle, one friend. <laughs> I was like, you keep referring to these <laughs> friends. <laughs> and I, yeah, I decided to go, and it was really fun. And it felt very natural, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is where you have... In a very short amount of time, we're no longer dating. Like, this is my girlfriend. Yeah, very short. Like, our first real date... So, we first... A bar named Sue was, like, June 21st. And then... Our first real date was June 27th. And then we were in California for the 4th of July. Yeah, so it was very fast. Yeah. And then the I Love You came that same summer because we were it was like in August because we were floating the floating river, the river. Yeah. yeah so yeah that's us that was really loud <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell how loud it is because my headphones aren't noise cancelling so I don't They're know picking if, up everything well I mean I can just I can hear right. outside yeah anyways you, you, what's going on outside <sighs> should we pause yeah okay I need another drink and right. I need to like look up our questions and all that jazz. Yeah, yada. Right.
Okay, guys. Slight intermission. Slight intermission. Not for you guys, because it'll be like, hey, pause. All right, we're back. So <laughs> zero, zero seconds. It will be for us. So maybe you hit pause at the same time. Yeah. And, and you. <laughs> if this were X and A6, we'd play like, the potty song, yeah. but we can't play copyrighted music. No. So Okay. Okay. We'll be back. Okay, and we're back. Whoa, that was a great break. Super refreshing. Totally. Yeah, thank you guys for being so patient hanging out while you're waiting for us. For like that one second. I feel like I need like an IV going into me constantly. I don't know what it is about doing this podcast because I'm not talking that much, but oh my God, I feel like I'm constantly like dried out. Yeah. And then it's probably I, because you never drink water and so your body's just dehydrated <laughs> and you don't notice it until you're sitting here talking. Yeah, that's probably right. And then... Like my nose, like I've just been picking my nose the entire episode. Like I've got it's really just sexy. all kinds of just nasty noises going on. It's just I should probably pound some water. It's just a rough night. So anyway, we're back um, with our Q and A session numero dos, and this this episode might run a little bit long, but I think it's. Uh, it's a conversation, or it's a question that I think most of you had. This came from Carrie, and we actually had dinner with Carrie and her husband, oh, Jordan, last night. And she is like a prolific um, post poster <laughs> in the uh, in the podcast Facebook group. And yes. this was one of her questions that she said, and she said that she's dying to know more about. And I think that a lot of people are... Um, but are just hesitant to ask or or don't want to, and so we're just gonna we're just gonna kind of take this head on and confront it and grab the bull by the horns. Yeah, grab the the bull by the balls, <laughs> as they say. I don't want to grab any bull balls. <laughs> and um, yeah, it might be uncomfortable at times, but uh, you know, difficult as well. I think, but it's a it's a conversation to have. So. It kind of ties in with two questions that she asked. One of them was, how is it being a step-parent? You know, what are some of the challenges of, of step-parenting? And then the other one that she asked is kind of, what is Ash's beef with Ellie? Because um, it's not something that we we hide or, or talk around is... If you know me at all, I... You, you know that If Ash- I don't talk, even if I don't, like, verbally express yeah. my feelings, I am not good at hiding my feelings. Right. So... If I like you, I genuinely like you. If I don't like you, you will probably know or at least have a, a very yeah. strong idea that I don't like you. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm just not good at hiding my emotions right. and feelings, which I guess could be taken as a good thing. Yeah, so I think it's one of those things that we will... Do you hear that? Yeah. Is it my phone? Maybe it's the baby monitor. It's the baby monitor. Oh, shit. Interference. So that little bit of noise is what we had, like, a... Stop it. I was just seeing if it helped or if it went away when it was, like, the screen yeah. was off. We had, like, a couple weeks ago, but it was over the entire, like, hour and a half long episode, and that's why we had to re-record is because that, like, staticky noise was over everything, and it was awful, and it just drove me fucking bonkers. There's some questions, too. Okay. Well... So we did the... We might not have time for all of them. Yeah. Um, do you want to... So how do you want to... How do you want to address this, Ash? Do you want me to talk about it first? Do you want to just take it? Oh, that's a good one. Did you see the last one? Oh, yeah. That is a good question. Um, I can talk... I feel like I need a burp. I just chugged a bunch of water. 
Okay. Thanks for blowing it another direction. <laughs> Tastes like tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in that case, you should have blown it right into my mouth. Mm. Mm. Podcast looks like he's about to lay down some like a serious track next to your <laughs> he's microphone. Lay down a sick beat. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, now he's headbutting your microphone. No, stop. God damn it, Podcat. <laughs> <laughs> um. Which one should I answer first? We've already talked about the one about with Ellie, so why don't we Stop. just do that? Well, they're both about Ellie. One's about being a stepmom and the challenges that okay, I face. Okay, do that first, then. Uh, well, I don't know which will be better. <laughs> I guess I'll just talk about flip, flip Ellie first. Point. Yeah. Because that kind of talks about the challenges yeah. of being a stepparent. <laughs> so, as I before mentioned, is that a word? Like above mentioned. Porter's <laughs> laughing at me because I just am dumb sometimes. Yeah, as you above mentioned. <laughs> as before mentioned a thing? As I mentioned previously? Well, or as I previously mentioned? But I'm saying like... Anyways, whatever. <laughs> as I, as I, go ahead. No, I was trying to say, is that a thing? Because like... Never mind. Fuck you. <laughs> you and your fucking English degree you think you're just smarter than everyone. <laughs> so, as I stated previously in this podcast, Ellie was a crazy... Toddler. Very crazy yeah. child. And so, that was my very first interaction with her, is this, like, psychotic ball of energy fucking crazy yeah. and I think people like don't really understand it's like when we say like our dogs are assholes like oh, oh no they're not they're cute they're yeah. dogs oh, they're so cute no our dogs are legitimately assholes like you spend an hour with them and you're like oh my god get yeah. me out of this house like so when I say that Ellie was like a crazy child she was a crazy child so to, and to give <laughs> sorry I tried to turn away and no, that's coughed fine. in the mic to, to kind of go back, like, to explain a little bit about, like, what Ash means by that. When she was little, I would have to, like, we would have to take... It, and it went in stages where we'd put in her room to try and, you know, out of her crib, and she had her own room. And she had her toys and stuff there. And then it got to the point where she would get up all night and play, and so then we had to move everything into her closet. And then she figured out how to open up her closet. And then we had to put, like, those childproof locks on her closet... And she figured out how to break those or open up those. And so then <laughs> it ended up being that we had to take out all of her clothes or all of her toys out of her room completely. And so her her room was like this like very Spartan. It had like a bed, like a very little like a table and chair and clothes, no toys whatsoever. And then we'd wake up in the next morning and she'd be out of her bed having fallen asleep on the floor with like five outfits on and then we had to she'd get out of her room so we took her doorknob off flipped it around so we could physically lock it from the inside like when ash says she's like busy like she was busy like she was an extremely busy child so anyways i that was like my first experience with her and so i kind of just got like a bad taste in my mouth like before we even were a thing before yeah. like the thought it even never crossed my mind that we would date and so then we had a couple interactions with each other before we started dating 
and you know same kind of thing like like what the fuck is up with this kid because i was never around kids when i was growing up and so i'm like i don't like kids as you guys have heard before and i know a lot of you are confused as to why i wanted kids but um because it's i don't know it's just yeah you didn't have a sibling until you were like different when it's your own as i'm sure every parent has said in their lifetime at least once like i knew i wanted my own kids just because i didn't like anyone else's yeah i knew i wanted my own right but yeah didn't have siblings until i was in i was 11 and 13 when i had siblings so I just wasn't around kids, and so I just didn't like kids. Didn't know how to, like, interact with kids, even, like, when I was a kid. Didn't know how to interact with, like, younger kids or whatever. And so I was just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, this kid is crazy. I don't want anything to do with her. <laughs> and so then we start dating, and we didn't interact, the three of us, for a couple months because Porter was like good parent and didn't want to just bring in some like random. I think that's random. Like one of the first times you said like Porter and good parent in the same. I say that too all the time. <laughs> you didn't want to just like bring some random hoe around this kid, and be like, hey, look who's daddy's banging. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't know why I would talk like that. <laughs> Anyways, so when we like finally started doing stuff together. And I might, this might come off as me throwing Porter under the bus, and I'm sorry, and I'm looking at you, Porter, as I say this, and you're not looking at me. I am sorry. Ahead of time. I, I, I know it's coming, so it's fine. Just do it. Um, so, one of the things, one of the times I, like, ha- have, like, burnt in my memory, because I'm weird. I don't like kids, but I like, I like doing kid stuff. I yeah. like... Like, there was a part of me that, like, was like, if I liked kids, I would make a damn good kindergarten teacher or, like, elementary school teacher because I thought it would be so fun. But I'm like, I can't get over, like, the kid part. Anyways, so I'm like, oh, it was, like, around Halloween, and I'm like, why don't you bring her over here and we'll make Halloween cookies? And so the three of us are in the kitchen, and we're, like, making cookies, and we're, like, rolling out the dough and, like, stamping the cookie cutters in and Porter must have just like not been paying attention or something I was trying to show Ellie how to do something and she swatted my hand and ripped out the cookie cutter from my hand and I was kind of like the fucker like who the fuck do you think you are right. and Porter didn't say anything and I'm like I now I like hold my own now but at the beginning I'm like I don't know you. You don't know me. I'm not going to parent you. And so I was like, well, fuck you. I'm not doing this. Right. And so I, it like ruined my night. Which ruined our I, nights. <laughs> I was like, this little brat, like, hell no. You come up in my house. I'm trying to do something out of my way for you. I don't even like kids. And I'm trying to do this for you because I like your dad. And like you do this. And so I was like, oh, it like rub me the wrong way is like an understatement and I feel like that is kind of like what set the expectation or the bar for like her relationship and my relationship and so there were some other things like later on that happened where it was I don't know like how to explain it because I'm like I'm not a parent I can't say like that's good parenting that's bad parenting but 
from how I was raised with like what's right and what's wrong and what's acceptable to do when you're a child and what's acceptable to say to adults when you're a child, it was not within like my standards or right. my morals, I guess. And so she had done certain things like that where I felt disrespected or I felt like you can't talk to me like that or you can't say these things as being a seven-year-old kid. Right. But which Porter never addressed. And so I guess in the beginning, because Porter was Disneyland dad, and so he just wanted Ellie to have a good time when he was when she was with him. There was like, it's kind of like when you go to grandma and grandpa. I was like, it's just fun. We have ice cream for breakfast and no rules. I mean, you weren't that bad, but right. it's kind of like the idea of I only want positive memories. I don't want you remembering me telling you to stop whatever. So that it like there was you know a couple instances of this where she would say mostly say something cuz and it wasn't like she was purposely being a brat but yeah. it was just like well and she didn't- what do you mean you don't know that you can't say this or you can't chew with your mouth open or you can't just like do rude things like i was like baffled that she didn't like know this already but then porter didn't seem to care or know that he needed to tell her to not do these things and so in my mind i'm like it's like completely obvious to me but i guess it wasn't to him and so when we were first dating the first year there was like a lot of shit that happened like that where i was like what the fuck but then i would talk to porter about it and he was like oh i didn't i didn't know like i didn't see anything wrong with that or i didn't notice it or it wasn't a big deal to me kind of thing were you gonna say something no i like cut you off earlier no anyways so that i feel like it's kind of what what started it what started like oh and this is what i was gonna say so in reality, I should have been, like, mad at Porter. I should have taken this out on Porter and even, like, her mom. Like, the peer, the people, the, the people, people who are raising her, her parents. I should be upset with them. But, and I use this, like, metaphor analogy a lot, but I feel like it works. Like, when a dog comes up and it's barking in your face or it jumps on you or it's being a shit... It's not like you're going to go to the order, the owner and be like, like, I'm going to yell at you because your dog jumped on me or I'm going to yell at you because your dog did this. But like, it's your reaction to yell at the dog right. because the dog is the one acting up. Right. I'm not going to go yell at you because your dog is digging a hole. Like I'm going to yell at the dog. And so it's like, I have, I had started to develop all this resentment at the things that Ellie did or didn't do. But in reality, she didn't necessarily know any better. Right. But it's still like it even, and even though like that's the whole thing, like there's times when I know I'm being completely irrational and I know that 100%, but it doesn't change how it makes me feel. And it doesn't change like my feelings. I can't just like flip a switch and be like, Oh, I know I'm being a crazy bitch. Guess I'll like change how those feelings or how that affected me. Like, so it's kind of like that thing. 
so aside from that, that is probably the biggest hang-up, though. Secondly, it's always been really hard for me to be in... Not a relationship, because it wasn't really an issue until we started talking, like, serious, where we, like, we're getting engaged, and we're getting married, and talking about kids, where I'm like, oh, cool, this is my first wedding, this is your second. This is my first baby, this is your second. Like, this is my first everything, and this is not, like, we don't get to experience anything for the first time together. Right. And that was really hard for me. Obviously not something either of us can control, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who listening to any of this segment will be like, you brought this on yourself. Like, you can't bitch about something that you did to yourself. I know that. It doesn't change how I feel. It still hurts your feelings to know that this is not your first wedding night. Like, this is not your first dance. Like, it's... So that was hard. I'm if it makes you feel any better, it was my first dance. Oh, okay. Because we didn't, we didn't have dance at the the other one. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah. I'm really glad that Wild was a boy because I, it was like the one first that I could give you. Yeah. Like your first boy. So I'm really glad about that. Um. Third. It's really hard to have a constant, permanent reminder of Erica. Yeah. At all times. And it doesn't help that Ellie is like a spitting image of her mom. And so it's like a little mini Erica walking around at all times. And that's really hard. And it's different because like, yes, I've had boyfriends before. Like, it's pretty normal to get into a relationship and be like, oh, I've had... I've had exes before. It's not the same when it's like an ex-spouse because that level of commitment is not the same as like, oh, I dated this guy for a couple of months and it didn't work out. Like that is just, it's different. Like the commitment level is different. Like the relationship was different, but then it's like, cool. I have douchebag exes. Do you ever have to deal with them? No. You've never met a single one of them. Well, except for <laughs> except for the last one, but right. like we weren't dating. Like Right. You don't have this No, and we don't run into any of them. Yeah. And, no, I don't, that makes no. It's There's not, not this like So Ellie's a constant reminder that you were married, but then like you well, like I'm saying like how do I word this? It's like it affects me in like two ways because she is a reminder that you were married, but then, like, I have to physically deal with her and listen about, like, listen to you talk about her, like, because she will be in your life forever. Right. And it's not like, oh, once Ellie's 18. No, like, she will be in your life for the rest of your life. Right. And it's hard, and it's it's uh, and it's another thing like it's probably hard for you to understand because you're on the other side of it like I'd be like you having to deal with Matt like all the time and me texting him and me saying 
all the shitty things he's doing are not including me in or whatever. So it's like I get defensive over the things that she does or how she treats you and I get defensive in the fact that how your marriage ended in the first place and I wasn't even there. Like yeah. I still have like I harbored feelings because I love you and I care about you and so I have like feelings about what happened to you before I was even in the picture and then there's like a constant reminder all the time and like it sucks and I guess that plays into what's hard about being a step parent is that constant ongoing permanent reminder not just like oh it's a reminder like it's permanent permanently I'm reminded of it and it sucks but I mean it's gotten better like I it used to be where I like would get so anxious at the like thought of her or oh well she's gonna come get Ellie from this place and the it was hard when you were backcountry because I got laid off a couple of years ago and Porter was working a side job and he had to work Monday through Friday until 10 o'clock at night. And so on the Fridays that we would get Ellie, Erica would drop her off to me. And then the one day a week we have Ellie, she'd come pick her up from me. And I was like the only one there. And like, it's just, I don't know if that like helped it necessarily. But it was just, it was weird, like, to have that type of, like, interaction. And so, yeah, like, it's it's just different because you don't deal with that with just, like, an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend. So, yeah. True. I don't need, I just I don't kind of went on a rambling <laughs> I tangent. Know, I don't know where to, how to... Well, I just, I, like... I was just talking so much, and now that I'm, like, done talking, I'm like, what the hell did I just say? Like, did I make any sense? <laughs> um. But kind of going back to it, probably the, like I said, the biggest thing, and even to this day we have issues, is, like, different parenting styles. And another thing I feel like people don't understand is like people are like you're such a bitch like you're so hard on her blah 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 I'm trying to mold her into being a decent human being when she grows up to be an adult like a functioning member of society and contributing member of society and I care about how she turns out and I would rather give her like tough love so that she learns these things than be like cool fun stepmom who doesn't give a shit if you whatever you know and it's just like you've gotten a lot better with her since we've been together but it's still like we still struggle with it did we bring up the coffee instance on last week's episode I feel like we brought it up on an so. instance. I don't know if it was last week's or not, but I feel like I know we've yeah. addressed it at some point. Like I think it was a couple weeks ago when we talked about like, why couples fight. Yeah. But um, it's just... There's a lot of things that like trigger my like resentment. 
And I know it's bitchy and it's rude and fucked up that I resent an 11-year-old, but I... Um... Yeah, I mean, I... I feel, like, stupid talking about it, and I feel like it's one of those things where I don't... I know people do, because, like, talking to Carrie, she was like, oh, I totally understand, I would feel the same way, but, like, I still feel like no one can relate to me. Even though I know people do, I feel like I'm this bad guy that no one relates to. But it's like, yeah, I resent that she takes time away from me. She takes your time away from me. I resent that she takes... Not so much, like, wild, like... Because I don't... Maybe when he gets older. But, I mean, I you're very... Um, involved with him. I don't, like, resent it as much, like... For him. But, yeah. I... When we were just dating before we got married... I resented that you would treat her differently than me in certain aspects. I remember you had to work one night your second job and Ellie was had like some like minor sickness or something and when her mom dropped her off or she wasn't her stomach was hurting or something you like called out of work to like be home with her and I'm like you would never do that for me. Like, I know it's not the same because I'm not a child, but I was just like little things like that where I'm like, well, I didn't call out of work to be with her. I called out of work because I didn't want you to have to deal with her. So it was coming home out of courtesy to you to be considered of your time and knowing your relationship with her and what it was. I just thought that it would be better if I was the one dealing with her and working with her and, and everything else instead of you. Yeah. So it was coming home not... I mean, part of it was obviously for her, but it was also out of consideration for you. Like, there's a lot of things that I think that I do... Not, I mean... Not that I think I do. There are a lot of things like that you don't know that I do and things that I change or plans that I make or don't make that are more out of consideration for you and your your feelings towards her than than for her or I don't know if that makes sense or not yeah but like there's things that I I'll do because of wanting to like I guess save you from her or run interference so that you're not having to to be with her alone or deal with her or see her if I know that you're having a bad day or a bad week or something I will change my plans or not see her in order to I guess protect you yeah and that's for me since we're we're doing this like that's one of the things that's hard is because I don't feel like I can necessarily explain to you these things that I'm doing are like in my mind what I consider to be sacrifices because A, like your response would be like, well, why are you doing that? Like I never asked you to do that. Like you don't need to accommodate me. Like you don't need to do these things. And so you wouldn't necessarily care or like appreciate that I'm doing them. And so I don't tell you and B, I just don't feel like I can talk to you about her like at all. I mean, even like having a conversation of like, Hey Ash, I noticed that you never ever like, my posts if I have anything to do with Ellie in it whether it's a picture of her or talking about her you like intentionally 
don't like those posts on Facebook or Instagram. And that's really, really hard for me. Like, I feel like I go out of my way to to support your business and to like your posts and to share all of the things that you do. But then I post a picture of my daughter and it's like the end of the fucking world. And so there's a lot of things that I do kind of behind the scenes that I don't talk to you about because I can't talk to you about her. I feel like in any capacity, let alone to let you know, or, you know, that I'm, I'm, giving up my weekend with her or my night with her in accommodation of, of you, out of consideration for you. Yeah. Well. So. So that's hard. But like you said, I think, we, I think it is getting a lot better. I think we have made a lot of progress with it. Um, and it was good to hear Carrie talk about it because... I do judge, and I am critical, and, you know, hearing, hearing, hearing her talk about it last night kind of opened my eyes to the fact that, like, this isn't just you being an asshole. Like, this is... She's the... Re- her response yesterday was the reason that I'm even answering this question. Yeah. Because I'm like, besides from Kyle, she is the only person in my life that, under- like, understands me. Yeah. Well, Amanda... You don't... Kind of, but yeah. not even, like, 100%. No. I feel like... We were, like, breaking ground, and you were, like, understanding, like, me, because I've been, like, trying to be open about, like, the things that irritate me and, right. like, the reason behind it. But then when she posted that question on Facebook, I was, like, instantly had anxiety, and I'm, like, I just feel like people are going to judge me, and no one's going to understand. I'm just going to be coming co- across as some bitch, and you're, like, well, I don't even understand it. And I'm, like, oh, well, I guess... <laughs> Any well, progress yeah. we have made is just and, none. And it's impossible for me to understand it because she's my daughter. Like, I'm not an outsider. I'm not coming into it from your perspective. Like, there's no way I can be empathetic, but I can never understand your point of view because I can never be in your shoes. I, I'm not saying, like, you have to be in my shoes to understand. But you can see where I'm coming from. Yeah, and I guess and I, I thought that's what we meant. Well, I, I, like I said, I can be empathetic and I can see your point but I can't truly understand like I know no one can truly understand unless they're in the exact same situation but but hearing Carrie talk about it I was kind of like okay this isn't you know limited to Ash because she said the same thing she's like if I you know if Jordan and I had met later in life and I knew that he had other kids she's like it doesn't matter to me how good or bad or how sweet or anything else she's like I would hate those kids yeah or that kid you know I would have an issue with that kid because like in exactly like you you said like you communicated earlier of you, you know like you said above <laughs> fuck off <laughs> um that it, it is a constant reminder like it's this you know and she went on you know she kind of said i think it makes sense that she's like you know there's always that question like are these things are is he telling me things that he told her you know or is he doing yeah. things that he did with her like activities or vacations or whatever like um you know there's a whole a whole line of thought that goes into this like I'm the second yeah that I don't I don't understand because even though it's like my second marriage I feel like it's in a lot of ways like my first in that it's so 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 different but I understand you know it's it's hard for you to have that comparison to constantly be like you know he's done all these things before like this is not new you know like it is for me yeah and I think another thing that 
makes it different than like other couples or friends that we have that are kind of in the same boat like and I I go back to like the I feel like people their thought like first thought is you signed up for this like you knew he had a kid when you got together you knew he had a kid when you got married like I know that but the thing that's different about some of these like blended families we have her like four nights a week well recently like a night on the weekday too but every other weekend yeah and one night a week right so for me it wasn't like like kyle and dustin dustin went into it like okay there's a single mom with this baby who she has every day I'm going to jump in feet first and I'm going to, I want to be with her. I want to like be in this kid's life. I want to be dad. And like, that's kind of the only choice he had. Right. And that's how it is. Like with a lot of, especially for like women, because most of the time it's like a single mom. That's like majority of the time. That's how it is with this. It was like, we, Especially when we first started dating, because you would, like, go sleep at your dad's house on the weekends you had her. So it was like, it was like you weren't even, like, I never saw, like, you as, like, a dad. Because yeah. it yeah, was, I was, like... pretty much living, like, two different lives. Yeah, you 100% were. And so it was, like, it's not like we started dating, and I'm like, oh, this is his life. He has a kid. Like, it was like, no, this is our life. And then he goes and plays, like... Clark Kent or Superman, you know, on the side and is gone for two days and then he comes back and everything's fine. And then he's gone for a night and then he comes back and it's fine. Like it's, I don't even know how to explain it, but it wasn't. Yes. She's like part of your life, but that, She's not with you full time, so it's a different life than these other people. I don't know how to like. No, that makes sense. And even I like where she's my kid. Like I have a hard time on like my nights where um, when she's here because, like you said, we don't have her hardly at all, and so you get very much used to our routine and our pattern and our way of life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh shit, yeah, we've got this kid here that requires things and changes up to the schedule and then just as quickly she's gone and so we never actually get used to a routine we never get into a groove with her yeah because she's in and out of, of the weekend so quickly and her staying with us is so irregular that it's like you know it's hard to to get you know into yeah. any type of routine and so it's not like i like signed up to be like second mom that wasn't our life and it's still like not that's not our life she's not here full time do you think it'd been different if i had been bringing her around more instead of taking those weekends off from you if i had been just been like combined family like hey it's our weekend with ellie like we're all together we're all in this together probably right from the get-go i'm not i don't think it would have like changed things i i guarantee i would have had the same exact feelings that i do whether she was around a lot or not but I 
I was the one who had to like push you. I'm like, you get mad that I like don't want to hang out with your kid, but you are never going to make the situation better by keeping me away from her. So it's like this, like for me, it was like this double-edged sword. Like I don't want to like, oops, like necessarily force myself into the stepmom role, but it's not just going to like organically happen overnight if she's never around. Right. So. And she was never around because I was trying to, again, be considerate of you and not bring her around because I knew how you felt towards her. And it's a double-edged sword for me as well because I'm like, I can avoid Ashley when I have the, the kid, when I have Ellie, because then I know that I won't fight with her and then I won't have to watch this woman that I love and this daughter that I love not get along and have to be this, like, middleman, you know, to, to between these two people. Um and then it's hard because, you know, if we are doing things together and you are doing things that, that I don't like or, you know, being in my mind might be like too harsh or whatever, like it's not like I can call you out on those things. It's not like I can step in and be like, hey, stop, you know, don't do this anymore. I don't like this. And so I, you know, on times where I'm like, this has gone above and beyond just like being disciplinarian, like this is like outright mean. I have to just like walk, leave the room or walk out or bite my tongue because I can't say shit to you. Like I can't talk about it and I can't call you out on it. And so I just have to let you be mean to her. And so for me, it was always easier to not bring her around than to be caught in that middle. And even now, like on our weekends, like I will look for errands to run or look for things to do where I can go with Ellie and have her not have to be in your space to try and save her from you and to try and save you from her. So again, I'm kind of caught in this middle ground of... I know, but we've talked about this before. Like, you trying to, like, please everyone ends up, like, not working. And I'm not saying, like, pick sides, but... And it's still kind of, like, the same thing, like... We're never fully immersed in this, like, lifestyle because you're constantly trying to, like, separate us because it's what's easy. And it just... I don't know. There's times when I, like, appreciate it, and there's times when I'm, like, not in the mood and I don't want to be around her, but, like... It's just, like, with anything, like, it's not gonna... The less exposure, it's just gonna make it harder yeah god Fenway move your tail but yeah no, and I get that and I I mean and I, like you said I think it is getting better um and she has mellowed out a lot as she got as she's gotten older um yeah she when we first started dating and I and I don't know what was going on at the time with her emotionally that was right around the time she started seeing like her I don't want to say psychiatrist, social worker, I don't know. But between the divorce and then her mom moving around a lot um, and, you know, was in a new relationship as well, emotionally and mentally, Ellie was just not in a good place. And she was, she had issues that, like, this, like, behavioral problems at school. I think she hit a kid with a chair once. It was like fucking with her. Some dude kept some little boys next to her kept like pick, poking at her or something, and so she hit him with the chair. 
And so right around the time that we were dating is when a lot of this started to go down. And so even if you ask anybody around the same time, like my parents, her mom, her grandparents, she was a very difficult child at that age because okay. she just did not respect you know adults and had had outbursts and had behavioral things that and it wasn't like she was like bad to the point of like breaking things and having tantrums and whatever else but just she was trying to 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 fill out and yeah so anyway it was it was a rocky time for, so, for a lot of things okay time out that's what like makes me crazy because everyone you say ask anyone ask my parents they know how difficult she was at this time and yet I'm still like the wicked fucking bitch of the east or west or wherever I'm like made out to be this huge fucking bitch because a person who's never dealt with kids is put in this situation where all of a sudden I have to be a mom with this very difficult kid who's polar opposite from me but then I'm like the bad guy and it that's the part that like and it's gotten better but that's the part that like has like just pissed me off I'm like it's not like she's this like perfect like shy kid who just does what she's asked and like and I'm just being a bitch because I have nothing better to do than to like pick on this like helpless kid like it's hard and like that's I feel like that's the part where no one threw me a bone no one can no one sat down and said wow I see that she's a tough kid I bet this is hard for you. It was just like, you're really hard on her. You're really mean. Like, that's the part that was so hard for me and, like, fueled the resentment. Like, I'm like, am I fucking taking crazy pills? Am I in, like, the twilight zone? Like, am I the only one that can see this? Like, is she, like, a ghost and I'm the only one that can see her? Like, what is happening where I am made out to be the bad guy because I'm trying to, like, better this child and trying to teach her, like how to be a good adult and so that part was very hard for me and like your dad's gotten better but that I used to get very frustrated with him when I would try to tell her don't interrupt don't chew with your mouth open you know basic manners and he would get mad at me for it and I'm like okay I guess she can grow up and just be this fucking irris or a disrespectful person who just interrupts everyone and doesn't have any manners when she's at her office. Like that was hard for me. Like I don't feel like anyone, and I'm not saying like I need a fucking medal cause I don't, I'm not like some stepmom of the year, not stepmom of the day, but no one could cut me any slack and say, wow, she's a hard kid props for you for trying to do this the best you can so yeah that was hard well now that we've cleared the air question mark yeah got some uh feelings and emotions <laughs> out there very, this has been very therapeutic so yeah hopefully it has for you guys we, we, at least entertaining we went off air for like last 40 minutes or so to uh to kind of i don't know what decompress decompress a little bit like clear some shit up like clear the air a little bit and i think it was really good we we kind of talked about some things that have never come up before um and i think we made some solid plans 
um, and some goals about what we can do in the future to to kind of alter the relationship and not just Ash and Ellie's relationship but mine and Ellie's because I think that one of the things that um, we talked about that's been a big issue you know for any of you step parents out there listening and wondering what we're going to do is Ash mentioned that I am overly nice to Ellie like I I tend to compliment every little thing that she does and and tell her how much I appreciate every little thing that she does regardless of whether it's a big or small thing and how I'm just so, so sweet. And my response to that was like, well, I feel like I have to be to, um, to accommodate you because you don't acknowledge anything that she does, whether it's big or small. And so I have to be so nice to accommodate you being, or to, you know, kind of make up for the ground of you being like this overly disciplinarian person that doesn't see anything good that she does. Um, and what was you, remind you know tell them what your response to that was um, well I was saying does I could be like in a good mood but then when I hear Porter say his like overly nice compliment about her doing what she was asked to do like, hey, will you take your bag upstairs? And then she was like, oh, thanks, sweetheart. Thanks so much. That was so awesome. You're the best ever. Oh, my God. Thank you so it's, it's, much. It's, a, it's like, a slight exaggeration, I know. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course I'm being <laughs> like slightly... Hyperbolic. Yeah, but it's like, once I hear that, I'm kind of like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, come on, dude. And so I'm like, I don't want to feed into that, like, because with some of her other family members she's very much like on this pedestal and so i'm like i am not going to feed into this like bullshit like it's ellie's world and i'm just like lucky enough to be a part of it and like i i'm not gonna i feel like i can't add compliments to that and just like add right to this like pile or whatever add to her pedestal and And so those things that you said before like you're you're actually like wanting her to be a better person and like you're trying to help her yeah become a, a better person and so I, I can totally see that like is you it's hard to teach ex- someone to be humble when they're celebrating getting for praised for breathing yeah so we're gonna turn it into a Kardashian maybe she'll be like a billionaire <laughs> yeah well <laughs> just just for breathing and so I think that was one of the, the things that we kind of talked about off air and I kind of almost wish we had kept recording because shit got real yeah um realer yeah realer um, but that was one of the things, and, and it's kind of like we go around in the circle, and she's like, well, I feel like I have to be this overly disciplinary person because you don't do any of those things. And I'm like, well, I don't do any of those things because you're so mean to her. And she's like, well, I'm mean because, you, you know, and, and we, we just can go back and forth in circles. And so what we kind of talked about, and I think it will be really good, um, and this conversation was actually, like, super cathartic. Like, I feel like a million times better about the situation is – you know, Ash is like, meet me halfway. And I'm like, well, you meet me halfway. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'll be more of a hard ass to her if you can lighten up and like actually be nice to her and be, you know, take her to do shit. Like, I would rather be an asshole myself and have Ash be the, her friend, not friend, but be the nice, the nice parent than for me to be the, the nice parent, have Ash be the asshole. Because when she gets older, she can cut off her relationship with Ash pretty easily. Um, whereas I'm kind of, you know, a permanent fixture. And so if I'm the hard ass, you know, she'll, she can forgive me that and she'll, she'll grow up and she'll get over that. 
Whereas I think it's less likely if it's Ash is the hard ass because then, you know, what's to stop her from just being like, "Fuck you, I'm out." Like I don't, I don't need your relationship. Yeah, you know, I've got my dad, I've got my mom, I've got my stepdad. I don't need Ashley, and so I'd much rather be the hard ass and let her cultivate that relationship with Ellie. And so I think that's going to be kind of what we try is I'm going to try and be proactive and, and kind of step up a little bit more so that Ash can back off a little bit more. I know I've talked about this with you. It's like, and you've gotten better, but it's like, she doesn't need a friend right now. She needs a dad. She needs a parent. She needs someone to raise her and teach her and yada, yada. And if she gets mad at you, she'll get over it. Yeah. Like, how many times, thinking back, were you just like, oh my god, I fucking hated my mom so bad right now, or right then when she did this thing, but it's like, do you still hate her for it? No. Like, I remember when I was in, like, seventh grade or something, my dad found a bunch of, like, notes that I had written to my friends. Were they pornographic in nature? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) But I was, like, so, so mad. I'm like, you went in my room and you invaded my privacy and you read my notes and I was so fucking mad but I'm like cool I was over it in like what a day or two I'm like no matter what you do she will get over it yeah like there was one time and this is like a weird thing to like enjoy and I don't mean it I enjoyed it because I'm like evil and I get off on like seeing little kids cry but it's like there was one day when Ellie was doing her chores and one of her chores is to clean her room and Porter had gone in there like three times kind of like okay well you you know your room's still not clean but um can you just clean your room please I don't talk like that please? you have this Im- you're portraying this image you to our audience you make me my voice weird when oh you talk about God. me anyways so um, Ellie, your room's not clean, and I asked you, so could you please, sweetheart, clean your room? And, anyways, so for whatever reason, something just it finally clicked where he was like, I have asked you like four fucking times to clean your room, and he went in there with a the garbage bag and started well, throwing she said shit something away. Like I said, if do you want, if either you're gonna clean it or I'm gonna clean it, and she's like, well, you can then, or something like you can yeah. you clean my room then, well, okay. This is what's happening then. Yeah. And he went through with the garbage bag and violently was throwing shit into it as she's crying and... Ash is just in the background pinching her nipples. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... And I'm, that's why I said it. Like, I'm not like... I didn't enjoy because Ellie was upset. I enjoyed it because that was the first time in our four years together where I had, I had seen you like be a full-on like parent like i these are the rules i asked you to do something you didn't do it you gave me attitude so this is the consequence and i had never seen like a plan from like start not a plan but like it from like start to finish and i was like oh my god like there's hope (laughs) and it was like it's like it sounds weird and fucked up but i'm like it it was like this moment and I was like I don't know it just like 
I don't know how to explain it. So but I, like, you know what's funny about that is because I'm like, I, he can be a good guy. You know what's funny about that is because I have the exact same sensation or moment and when you I feel watch like, when I watch you like cooking with her. Like I don't remember what it was that she came over and you were helping her. You guys were at the kitchen together cooking while I was doing chores. And I had that same exact kind of elation, like, oh my god, there's hope, like, oh, look at her, she can be, you know, a good stepmom, like, and so it's kind of funny, like, hey, quit eating that. You got all excited to see me as a disciplinarian and, like, turn into a hard ass, and I got all excited to watch you, like, be this, like, caring, you know, (laughs) very cool, you know, funny, goofy stepmom. Yep. So, I feel like we made a lot of progress tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. This has been this has been good. I if you're listening to this, I'm I'm sorry because I'm not. This has been a shit show for you, us. This is episode twelve. You've you know what you've gone into. If I'm this is your first done time, with sorries. If you if this is your Shove first your time, sorry's in a sack. <laughs> if this is your first time hearing us, uh, <laughs> welcome to the shit show. <laughs> welcome to the yeah, <laughs> welcome to the jungle. I don't even know if I can say that. I feel like I have to pay Guns and Roses money now. Yeah. I have to send them a check. But anyway, I I think that. You know things are not perfect. We we obviously have a lot to to work on. I'm going to be gone a lot this week because Ellie is swimming in state up in Bountiful, and that yeah, that's in Bountiful. Yeah, <sighs> and that that takes a toll on. Hey, on, Kyle can uh, go with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's almost she's up there, huh? Oh, speaking of Kyle, I told I volunteered you to help her do something with Mama if she dies in the house and Kyle's alone. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> Sweet. And by mama, she means the dog, not yeah, like her actual just mother. Fourteen-year-old like pit bull that yeah. she inherited from her aunt. Oh. Um. So if you get a call from Kylie, you should answer it and not reject I'm it. I'm gonna ignore every phone call and text from her for a long time now. <laughs> so, anyways, and then that that takes a toll because that's time away from Ash, that's time away from the baby, and that always tends to to fuel the fire. But. I think that we have a good plan now of going forward to to kind of meet each other in the middle, and you know I'm gonna to try to be a little bit more of a hard ass, and Ash is gonna try and ass. Ash is going <laughs> to try and loosen up a little bit. Yep. So yeah, should be should be interesting. Um, we'll not gonna see Ellie much this week at all, so not a whole lot of room for us to to put Ooh. this into motion. But uh, yeah, future subsequent podcast. We'll we'll talk about it. Baby had a nightmare or something. Yeah, and that is that is our cue to end this now a second time. Yep. So, guys, we love you for the four or five of you listening. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Love you. Contribute long to time. to support us, follow us, give us more ideas. Yeah, more ideas. Appreciate it, and um, leave us uh, iTunes feedback if you haven't done that already. If you've dropped ideas to us. Uh, chances are they are on the agenda. Yeah. So we're always open to more ideas, though. Yeah. Share it with friends. We gotta. Yeah. We keep talking interview. We gotta put that together somehow. Yeah. So. I feel like we need to like wait a couple episodes though, because we did like. <laughs> can you hear him? Barely. We uh. One of our next like interview ideas was. The step parent. Step parent, and we. I feel like we talked a lot about that. And, I mean, yeah. it, I still want to do it to get different perspectives, but. Yeah. I don't want to do like two back-to-back step-parent episodes. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe next week I'll have a job. Maybe. Okay. This is marriage. This is Ashley. <laughs> this is Porter. <laughs> we love you guys. Love Good night. You. Bye.